Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to a very special episode of the Swag Zone. It is that time of year where we've come to the crescendo of the regular season. The tournament is about to start. And who better to try and explain this tangled mess that we have in particular on the men's side of things? None other than the guru himself. Coach Van Petaway. How you doing, sir? I am doing outstanding, uh, Dr. Prince. This is another day that he's given us, and I'm so happy that uh, we're coming to the uh, culmination of our basketball season. It's been, it's been a great season, and everything's still up in the air. Everything is still up in the air, and we, although we're coming to the end, it seems like they might have to play a couple of more just to get the <laughs> dust settled, Coach. <laughs> yep, it, it's been an awesome year, and uh, – you know, we, we've had some uh, some teams that we expected to be there, and then we've had some that we thought would be there that, that are not there. But uh, it's still some great basketball, and th- these teams and coaches have represented the SWAC well, and I'm very proud of them. Yes, sir. And uh, with that being said, this is a special uh, setting that we have on today with the Thursday game. So we're doing uh, as we're going triple time to get brought up to speed. <laughs> And I guess we might as well dive into this thing on Saturday, leading to Monday, and then to Thursday night's events. Yep, yep. So we got a lot of basketball. So let's go ahead and get started. We're going to start down in the uh, state of Florida uh, uh, last Saturday uh, on the, the, the 25th. Florida A&M played host to Grambling State. Grambling State women went in there and won that game 61-46. Uh, to 46. And then down in, in Daytona Beach, Bethune-Cookman hosted Southern. And uh, Southern was able to win that bat, that game 58-40. to 40. Played an outstanding game down there. And then uh, down in uh, Itabina, Mississippi, Mississippi Valley State played host to Arkansas Pine Bluff. And Arkansas Pine Bluff uh, won that game 95-60. to 60. And then in uh, Jackson, Mississippi, the Lady Tigers still showed their dominance as they hosted Texas Southern. They won that game 66-43. to And then, of course, uh, my Bulldogs went down to Montgomery, the game for second place, and they lost that game to Alabama State 69-57. to And then, last but not least, down in Lorman, Mississippi, Alcorn State, they played host to your Prairie View Lady Panthers, and your Panthers went in there and won that game 98-88. to So that was all the actions, action on Saturday, and that uh, led us up to Monday. On Monday, down in Tallahassee, Florida, Florida A&M beat Southern 57-50, to and that was a shocker. And then in Daytona Beach, Grambling State, uh, Bethune-Cookman played host to Grambling State. Grambling State uh, Lady Tigers won that game 59-52. and 
down in Jackson, Mississippi, Jackson State women beat your Prairie View Panthers ninety <laughs> to sixty five. That was a that was a head scratcher on that one. And then of course Alcorn State hosted uh Texas Southern, they won that game 72-66. to So that was all the action on Monday, and that led us up to uh, last night. On last night, uh, Southern played host to Alabama State, and they won that game 75-63. to uh, Mississippi Valley played host to Alcorn State. Alcorn State went in there and won that game 69-58. And Arkansas Pine Bluff hosted those mighty Lady Tigers, and Jackson State won that game 56-42. And down in Grambling, Louisiana, Grambling State played host to my Bull, Lady Bulldogs, and they won that game 55-50. And so with that being said, we have some very interesting games to end the season on Saturday. And if you look at the standings right now on the women's side, you will see the Jackson State Tigers are still 16-1. They're on a 13-game winning streak. And in second place, you have Alabama State at 12-5. You got Alabama A&M at 12-5. You got your Prairie View Lady Panthers at 11-6, along with Southern at 11-6. Arkansas Pine Bluff is 9-8. Bethune-Cookman is 9-8. So the women... Have I been chasing Jackson State all year? They're not going. We knew that they were not going to catch them, but that second place, that second seed, is still up in the air. It's going to come down to the last weekend. Isn't that something, man? And and I guess that's what you design and hope that you have years like that every year. But it has really been a tug of war, uh, up and down, in and out, hot and cold. But um, I'm real um, excited about how this thing is going to play out, uh, especially for my, my Panthers. Hopefully they can uh, keep a good grip on these things. And uh, if they can't slide up, at least maintain going into the tournament. Right, because right now, if they, you know, if, if everything stays the same, they'll be in that four spot. And then, of course, we know four plays five, and that's Prairie View against Southern, if, you know, if things were to remain the same. But in the, on the, on the – uh, for that second seed, right now, Alabama State and Alabama A&M have an identical record of 12-5 and five in conference play. But when you look at it from head to head, Alabama A&M has the tiebreaker because now they split. They split. Each team won a game. But then the next tiebreaker should be point differential. And right. with that being said, that's even close. Mm-hmm. Alabama A&M won by 14. In one game, Alabama State won by 12 in the other game. Wow. So that's just how close it is, two points. So wow. coming down the stretch, when you're in a, when you're in a battle uh, for seeding as a coach, you better know these kind of things. Uh-huh. You better know uh-huh. these kind of things coming down the stretch because there were plenty of games coming down the stretch where we knew we had to play the point spread. Because right. if, we tied, if we tied with an individual – if we were going to lose or win that game, we made sure that we that we were on the winning side. Well, you know, Coach, you hear people sometimes talk about uh, people trying to run the score up. But when you're playing in a competitive conference such as you have right now, 
it, it might look like it, but those points will make a difference down the right. road when you right. have a situation like you got right now. Right, that's seeding. Yeah, that, it, it matters in seeding, and so uh, I, I I don't even think about that when when people tell me whether well, they're running the score. Yeah, I'm running up for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a mission, right, folks? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's all right. That's all that, right. That was us on the women's side, and then. Uh, now, if we take a look at what happened uh, last Saturday on the on the men's side, uh, we're going to start down in the state of Mississippi, where uh, Mississippi Valley played host to Arkansas Pine Bluff. And when you wouldn't you know that George Ivory would have those guys ready to play, and they won Mississippi Valley won that game seventy eight to seventy four. And down in the state of Florida, Bethune Cookman played host to Southern. Bethune won that game 60 to 53. Down in Tallahassee, uh, Florida A&M played host to Grambling. Grambling showed their dominance by winning that game 69 to 55. Uh, down in Montgomery, my Bulldogs took on Alabama State, and the Bulldogs went in there and won a, a big game for them. They beat Alabama State 55 to 50. And then in down in Alcorn, and I call this. Your Prairie View Panthers went to Alcorn and they beat the number one team in the SWAC, seventy-five to seventy-one. And the last game of the uh, down in Mississippi, Jackson State played host to uh, Texas Southern, and Jackson State won that game seventy-one to sixty-nine. Now you yes, have sir. to be proud of your Panthers for going in. And I said it was a trap game. I told them I thought it was a trap game for for Alcorn. Uh, and I said, this game was going to come down to familiarity. And I said, and that's what's going to hurt Alcorn because Coach Smith knows Coach Bussey well. Yes, and sir. Pulled, and, and the Panthers pulled it out. Yeah. Well, you know, I was kind of, when we was talking about the forecasting, we wanted a split from Mississippi. I said, well, Coach, why is it that we can lose to Alcorn? I said, I think, what if we beat Alcorn? Yep. I said, but I I was a little disappointed on the Monday night because I was like, oh man, we got past this Alcorn right, uh, right. giant within. Uh, we we got caught with a guards down and yep. they sucker punched us on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yep. yep. And, and speaking of Monday, uh, down in in uh, Tallahassee, uh, Southern uh, Florida A and M played host of Southern. And Southern won that game 60-58 down in Daytona Beach. Grambling went in there on Monday night and beat Bethune-Cookman 66-54. Uh, down at Alcorn, they rebounded with Texas Southern coming to town, and Alcorn won that game 89-81. to and, and the game that I did not expect to have this result, Jackson State, Hosted your Prairie View Panthers, and they won that game 61 to 57. And I thought after your Panthers beat Alcorn, they would be on a high, and they had a letdown against Jackson State and, and lost that game. Yes, sir. Well, you know, sometimes it happens where you got all your energy and effort because you knew that Smith was going to have a personal vested interest. Not that he didn't have a vested interest in all the games, but the teacher always wants to beat the student when yep, they go yep. head to head. And um, the guys, they, 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 they were lethargic on Monday, 
And the the free throws is what really did them in on Monday. Mm. And, you know, I was taught, now you're the basketball coach, I, I just, you know, run through the locker. But (laughs) they say when you're missing free throws, it's because your legs are heavy. Well, that could be. It could be. But but I I don't – sometimes when that – to me as a coach, I always hope that my best free throw shooter goes to that free throw line first because a lot of times kids – their psyche, if that first couple of players go up there and miss free throw, everybody's going to miss that night. And that's why okay. we, we, a lot of times uh, we pray that our best free throw <laughs> goes in so they can set the tempo for the night. Yes, sir. Well, yep. speaking of the tempos, Coach, uh, you got the task now trying to break down what's what on this men's side of this conference, man, because this thing is – jumbled all over the place. Right, and that and that's what led us up to last night. It, you know, going into last night, it you know, things were still up in the air. And then this is what happened on Thursday night on the men's side. Grambling State played host to my Bulldogs and they beat us sixty to forty eight. I had an opportunity to watch that game. We just didn't play well. Grambling showed their dominance. They didn't play their bas- best basketball but they show why they're the number one team in the, in, in the SWAC because they found a way to win the game. They mm-hmm. found a way to win the game. And then down in uh, Itabina, Mississippi, Mississippi Valley played host to Alcorn. Alcorn won that game 70-60 to 60 to, to, to uh, keep pace. And then in Baton Rouge last night, Southern played host to uh, Alcorn State, and they won that game 66-52. to 52. And then down in Pine Bluff, Arkansas, they put, Pine Bluff played host to Jackson State. Jackson State went in there and won that game 67-63. to 63. And then this morning, when you wake up and you look at the standings on the men's side, you will see that Grambling State and Alcorn are tied at 14-3. Both teams are have the same identical record. Grambling State has won eight games in a row. Alcorn has won two. In third place is Southern at 11-6, and six, along with the surprise team in the SWAC this year, Jackson State at 11-6. and six. My Bulldogs are 9-8. and eight. Prairie View is 8-9. And, and uh, Texas Southern is 7-10. and 10. So the top eight uh, teams, uh, they both – have to win because Texas Southern is seven and ten, Bethune Cookman is seven and ten, Grambling State and Alcorn are tied right now. But if I'm not mistaken, Alcorn has the tiebreaker. Uh, so Grambling, both teams have to win tomorrow, and then it'll go down to the tiebreaker on the men's side for well, the number one seed. We knew that Grambling had started out hot. But it appears, you know, from the experts that they've been flying under the radar, even though they've been playing solid ball all season. But the talk was all corn southern, all corn southern. Yes. And and Graham just had it on cruise control, wasn't trying to go (laughs) too fast. And next thing you know, they're, they're looking down, sitting at the top of the hill. Now, with the way that they've been playing in this last stretch of the season, 
really, if they are number two, they've really been playing like the number one seed of the conference. Grandma's they are. They are. And then when you, when you look at it overall records, you know, they're the only team in the conference that has 20 wins. You know, I go back to the pre-conference schedule. Mm-hmm. Grambling State showed that they were ready to play this year. Right. They just had a right. hiccup early on in the conference. And when, when the conference season started, Grambling had a couple of hiccups, and that's what has led them to this tie right now. Because to me, they have been the most consistent team since November. You know, they started out winning game, non-conference games. And, you know, they, they didn't just beat up on uh, Division twos and NAI opponents. They went out right. and they won Power 5 games. Yes, sir. So, yes, so they sir. showed that they had what it would take to uh, challenge for this championship, and they're in the mix. One and two, I, I just think it's going to come down to those two teams in this SWAC tournament. Well, you know, I was just about to refer to that, Coach. Um, now, here's where I have a problem with the way things are structured right now, and I got some wishful thinking. And You know, I always kind of uh, try to – I don't try to open up a can of worms. They just happen to open up, Coach, when I think <laughs> about it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know the NCAA has been uh, flirting with going to 96. And, you know, when they flirt, eventually it's going to happen. Correct. So um, right now, the way it stands, uh, and, I'm, and I'm speaking on behalf of the Southwestern Athletic Conference, we have a one-bid conference. And the way it's structured right now, it is almost is none and void for a conference winner to win the conference. Because if you don't win the tournament, you don't represent. And sometimes, and we've seen it on more than one occasion, a mid-to-fair team gets hot at the tournament, and they end up representing the conference. And as a result, your most stable program has to serve at the NIT, but I'm hoping that if they do go to this 96 uh, team invite, that it would at least warrant another bid for the conference uh, winner as well as the tournament winner if it's not the same team. Well, I think there's a good chance that could happen. Um, that I do know when they go to 96, they probably – all conference champion would be would get an automatic. Now, whether okay. or not they want to issue a another bid to the tournament champion, that that's going to be up in the air. But for this year, though, Doc, we got we will have two teams that deserve to be to represent this conference. In yes, other sir. words, it, uh, if if this thing still ends up in a tie. Uh, for seeding purposes, Alcorn, I mean, uh, yes, Alcorn will be the number one seed. But I will be happy with Gremlin or Alcorn representing the SWAT, whether it's no in the NC2A tournament or the NIT. I think we will have two teams that can compete, and they've shown that all year long that they can compete. So uh, I will be real, real happy. But for future, I am like you. I will hope that. Your conference champion gets the automatic qualifier, and then we, the SWAC, along with the MEAC, will also get a second bid for our tournament champion. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And and I'm just really hoping that it pans out. And I, I thought, you know, where they stressed it when it went from 64 to 68, and then you have a lot of people, everybody feels like they get the short end of the stick when they don't get invited to the dance. But the 96, that creates a lot more hope for some right. of those would-be bubble programs, right? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And, and that leads us to, to, to tomorrow night. There, there are some big games on, on, on tap um, on, on the women's side. We're not worried about Jackson State. Uh, they're going uh, in the Mississippi Valley. Uh, un- unless they're going to leave half of the team, I expect them to win that game. <laughs> um, tomorrow on the women's side, Alabama State has a big game against Gramlin. The Alabama A&M women have a big game against Southern. Uh, Europe Panthers are hosting your in-state rival, Texas Southern. Yes. That's going to be big. Uh, Florida A&M's women can put a wrench in the Bethune-Cookman's hopes of making the tournament on the women's side. So right. uh, that's a big game. And then the last game tomorrow will be Alcorn State against uh, Arkansas Pine Bluff on the women's side. Now, when you flip the script, when you, when you look at what's happening on the men's side, your Panthers and the men are going to be faced off in a very, very big game. Yes, because, sir. Right, right. So, so that, that game has a lot of implications. And then, of course, uh, the two leaders, uh, Alabama State going into Gramlin. Gramlin has to win that game to stay in contention. And then, of course, Alcorn is going into Pine Bluff. That's a tough place to play. They cannot overlook Pine Bluff. That's a big game for them. And then, of course, my Bulldogs going down to Southern. Uh, that's a big game for the Bulldogs. Jackson State men, I think, are sitting pretty. They got to be ready to play now because Jackson State is another team that Coach Ivory will have those uh, – Delta Devils ready to play. Yes, sir. Yes, so, sir. So, so they got to be on their P's and Q's. But if I had to pick an upstart team or a dark horse team, uh, it would be Jackson State. I also would vote, if I had a vote, I would vote Coach Williams as Coach of the Year. Okay. I don't, I don't think anybody expected Jackson State men to be where they are today. No, and I'd be the first to admit that from what I saw of uh, the struggle that he had at Alabama, Alabama State, State right, and, and then transitioning over. And it appeared to be a rather smooth transition, you right. know, for him to get on in and take care of what he's taking care of. Now, we know the importance of these games on tomorrow, but it's also a momentum uh, deal going into the tournament. Yes. No one wants to lose going into the tournament. Correct. And um, it, it, there's something with the psyche because the old saying, you're only good as your last game, right? Correct. So when, when you look at that, um, you kind of brought it up a couple of weeks ago, and I kind of said, ah, even, I got some concerns about Alcorn right now. I really yep. do. I really do. It's like... They they may have teetered out, you know. They start off hot, and then it, the wear and tear of the regular season seems like it's catching up with them right now. 
Right. Well, I think one of the things that I do know has happened now, I know Coach Bussey has backed off a little bit. You know, he 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 talked about it on 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 his uh, pregame show about how uh, he cut down his practice time. He uh, he allowed his kids to to get their bodies late in the season. And see, when you when you have a, a long season in basketball, when it, when you hit the month of February, as a coach, you got to read the pulse of your team. And you mm-hmm. have to do things to make sure that those kids are physically and mentally ready to go. And on the physical side, you control that because you set your practice schedule. See, coming okay. down the stretch for me, I backed off of a, a lot of the physical things that we normally would be doing so that the kids would have their legs so they can become better uh, free throw shooters, so they can, can become better jump shooters because you need your legs when you do these kind of things. And if mm-hmm. you still put them in the grind, then your your kid you're gonna fade. And you know that that's one of the things that they're trying to say that has been Southern's men's uh, downfall for the last few years. You know they always start out they always start out great at the beginning of the year and they fade down the stretch. Now ha- has has Southern looked at what they've been doing in practice? Are they still grinding? Uh, if, if they're still grinding. There's your solution. That's what has happened. Okay. I'm, not, well, I'm, not, like, I'm not saying I'm not saying that's what's happened because I'm not in their practices. Right, but right. it seems it would seem, Coach, that you know we talk about the grind all the time. That if you stand on the grind, at some point you should get adjusted, and it'll give you that edge, so it becomes second nature. Right. But what if I'm hearing you correctly? Uh, you got to learn how to hit reverse. At this time of the season, right? Sometimes you got to save your players from themselves. You know, you you have a team where they just want to grind, grind, grind. But if you allow them to do that, you're gonna suffer down the stretch because in in tournament play, you're playing back to back. You know, it, it's not mm-hmm. it's not like it's not like the regular season. You got a day in between. Well, if 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 you if you're not the number one seed, you're gonna play back to back. Right. Right. So so right. that all that comes into play. So so these last three or four weeks of the season, they're they're very crucial on the coaches' side for them to figure out the pulse of their team so that they know what they should be doing and what they should not be doing. Okay. Well coach, you sound like the NBA now these guys have to take breaks during the regular season when the folks want to come see the, the top the guys. Play. Yeah, 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 the low management. No, no, no. Yeah. But, look, but, but remember, I'm taking my load management in practice, not in the games. I, got I want you. my stars playing every game. I know that's right. I know that's I right. My, I want my stars playing every game, and I want them playing at their best. Yes, sir. I just yep. don't know why you need load management when you got $50 million being put in your bank account. You know, I, I don't get that, but I won't even go down that rabbit hole right now, Coach, because we got a lot of swag basketball on this weekend. And you know what? I was still up here thinking, Coach, this is going to be our last regular season conversation because you guys are going to be in the thicket of things come next week from Birmingham, man. And uh, I want to say thank you, man, for another stellar season. 
with these reports, man. And, and as my grandmother would say back in the time, say they're getting gooder and gooder each round. <laughs> well, I, uh, well, I'm I'm happy that I've had the opportunity that you give that you have given me this opportunity. And I, basketball is my passion. I love it. I'll always be a part of it. And why not share the the little that I know about it with you and everybody else? So it that it, it's fine. It, it, it's a plus. It's a blessing for me to be able to still do it. Yes, sir. Well, we're blessed to have you on board. And even though we're coming to an end, I'm gonna have to take my medicine like a man, <laughs> coach, because uh, I know you didn't forget. But I'm gonna go on and bring it up first. Yep. Yep. You, uh, you can go on and say it. Go ahead and say it, Coach. Get it out your system. No, 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 no. We're, we're, doc, doc, doc. We're, we're, we're okay. You know, it's just one game. Baseball is a is a is, is a big sport, and and uh, I, I know you have a lot of passion for it. But uh, your Panthers are your Panthers will be okay. It's just that they have uh, when you. When you're going after a bulldog, you have to be very careful because they do bite. <laughs> <laughs> and look, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to take that and grin and and say yes, sir. You were right, and I was wrong. You know, yeah. but it, it is what it is, Coach. Man, look, we're gonna give you some closing thoughts, and uh, the floor is now yours, sir. Well, you know, like like always, uh, Doctor Prince, this is a uh, this has been outstanding. I, I've enjoyed it, and I w- would like to really uh, encourage you to continue doing what you're doing because this is sorely needed, and I, I think our, our people appreciate uh, the, the things that, as they say, that you are a real person. You are a real person, and uh, you bring it home like it's supposed to be brought home. And I just want to encourage you to continue doing what you're doing uh, because you do have an assignment. Well, thank you very much, sir, and uh, we couldn't get it done without the aid of good folks like yourself and the folks that keep coming back. We must be doing something right, folks. They keep tuning in and they keep coming back, so we're thanking everyone for uh, helping us to stay encouraged and stay focused. He is the guru, the man with the plan, Coach Van Petaway, and you'll hear him, Lee Hall and Joshua Davis, on Wednesday, March 8th through the 11th from Birmingham, Alabama, with the Swag Basketball Tournament. As they say, from sunup to sundown, every dribble, every foul, every jump shot, every slam dunk, you hear it coming off these young men in action. I am the radio guy, Dr. Mike Prince, a full weekend of basketball. Come on, Panthers, don't let me down now. you got to finish strong and grab that tiger by the tail so we can still have a sweet spot in this tournament. I am the radio guy, Dr. Mike Prince. Thank you, guys. Remind you to follow me on Twitter at The Mike Prince Show. Subscribe to the YouTube channel at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. And until the next time, you guys be blessed, and we'll see you on the other side. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.